Back to Doncic. Doncic pulls up, three-pointer. Bang! Bang! It's good! Doncic wins the game at the buzzer! What you preach, I guess, about it talking trash. Now they want to pose with me like, uh-uh, not so fast. Hello everybody, it is Michael here, back with another video, and in today's video, we're going to be talking about Bucks versus Hawks, Game 3. The Bucks get a pretty easy win right here. Uh, they definitely had some challenges at certain points, but at the end of the game, they just took it over, and that is because of Chris Middleton. What a game for Chris Middleton. 38 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists. He was just in complete takeover mode. He was doing absolutely everything he wanted out there on the court. In step backs, pull-ups, long twos, long threes, getting to the basket, finishing. He was ridiculous in this game. And Chris Middleton has just been the most bipolar player ever for the Bucs in this playoffs. Where one game, he is fantastic, and the others, he has been terrible. It's literally, like, gone every single game where he's had either a good or a bad game. And it's weird, because when you think about Chris Middleton in the regular season, you think, like, model of consistency. But playoff Chris Middleton has been the exact opposite. And there continues to be a cycle of Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday not being able to play well at the same time. Drew Holiday, 2 of 11. Both of them have been so inconsistent. And it's been so weird. Because, like, if you want to win a championship, you need everything to be clicking on all cylinders. And even when the Bucks win, the Bucks frustrate me. They frustrated me a lot in this game. Before I get into the positives, let's get into the negatives. What the fuck was this game plan? You have the game plan that last game worked perfectly. Now, the Hawks were just missing shots, too. But you revert to the same exact game plan of not fighting through screens, dropping very aggressively, and letting Trey Young do whatever the hell he wants. Like, the effort from Drew Holiday to get around the screens was so poor. And I don't think necessarily it's because of Drew Holiday, I think it's just more their defensive scheme. And it's it's just so weird to me because you see when last game it works perfectly switching up the scheme and then you just revert back to exactly what doesn't work. I never understand it. And a lot of the time the offense in this game is just a bunch of isos and like they hit some shots. Great. But sometimes those shots just don't fall and you need to go to better offense. Like, I don't understand why every game we don't see a ton of Giannis uh, pick and rolls. Like, almost every possession, Giannis should be setting some sort of screen for Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday when they're in a half-court set. Because that's just what's most effective for them. But sometimes they just go away from it and revert to this iso ball. And I don't understand it. Uh, but, yeah, Mike Boonholzer is always going to really frustrate me. It just kind of is what it is. Like, even if if they won the finals, I would still fire Mike Boonholzer. I just think he sucks. I'm just going to be completely honest. Uh, but going back to the positives, Giannis, very good this game. Chris Middleton stole the show for sure, uh, but he did have a good game still, 33-11. and 11. Hit a nice post fadeaway, which was a huge shot in there. 
Uh, play makes well, too. He, he was very, very solid in this one. Uh, didn't have, again, like a crazy game or anything. Didn't pop like Chris Middleton. But just typically honest, which is fantastic. Drew Holiday continuing to play make well, but shooting has just been so inconsistent for him this entire playoffs. And if they want to beat a team like the Suns, who hopefully will be playing better, who uh, Chris Paul will probably be getting in more of a rhythm. Obviously, he wasn't able to play with the team for a good bit, which definitely threw his rhythm off. And uh, D-Book has been dealing with the the nose injury, which has affected him. But I think the Suns are going to start to get really rolling, especially if they can win game five. They can all have a bit of rest. Uh, A guy like Devin Booker can get healthy. Uh, I, I think you have to be clicking on all cylinders to beat a team like that. And that's just not what the Bucks do. Bobby Portis was great in this one. Continue to play Bobby Portis. I don't understand when Bobby Portis doesn't play. Bobby Portis is really fucking good. And he's really good for this team. Brooke Lopez was cool, but again, they were doing the strategy. And I do think this is more of a scheme thing more than a personnel thing. Like, Brooke Lopez has his limitations, obviously. And I do think Giannis at center is their best lineup. Uh, but I do feel like Brooke Lopez gets a little too much blame. It's more just the scheme really screwing him over most of the time and putting him in no man's land. Uh, but on to the Hawks side, Trey Young was absolutely dominating this game, doing whatever he wanted. And then he had the injury. Really, really unfortunate injury. I'm not going to be one of those guys who get super mad at the ref or anything or be one of those dumbass Hawks fans who, uh, the NBA has something out for them. They're, oh my goodness, they, they just hate the Hawks so much. So they're having the refs injure Trey Young. Like, that's fucking, that's bullshit. You guys are just having a pity party. Uh, but it does suck what happened. And I'm not going to give zero blame to the ref. He, was he in a bad spot? For sure. It's just a bad place, bad time, an unfortunate thing to happen. Uh, but the weird thing is that is they made a run without Trey Young. But when Trey Young came back in the game, the shots just weren't falling anymore. A guy like Kevin Herter, who had a nice little stretch of uh, defense to offense, some good playmaking in there. He he missed his last two shots. Everything just wasn't really falling. And it was, it was really weird because they were rolling without Trey. And I'm not going to blame Trey because it's not like he did anything wrong either. The it, Everything just stopped flowing the way it was. Bogdanovich... He's been he's been terrible for the last like six games. The the knee injury is really really affecting him, and it's gone to a point where, in clutch situations, I would just bench him. It's unfortunate because he's been so good for you all year, and he's such an important part of this team. But three of sixteen, two of ten from three, missing a bunch of big shots. Like, you just can't have that. Uh, simply enough, Kevin Herter, like I said, had had a really good. Uh, Game for the most part did miss some shots at the end right there, uh, but 11 points, 7 assists. He had a lot of really good defensive possessions, and he stepped up huge on defense. Uh, Gallinari was cool as well, 18 points in this one. I think the Hawks are just getting outmatched as a worse team, but they're fighting. That's the thing about the Hawks is they will fight no matter what, and I do respect that a lot, but they are facing a better basketball team. I do think they're just going to lose in 5 or 6 but like I'll always say, this was a massive success for the Hawks to even make it out of the first round, never mind the second round, making it to the Eastern Conference Finals with a team this young that is dealing with injuries is a great season regardless. So it looks like the Bucks are going to take care of the Hawks. Well, again, the Bucks still frustrate me a lot and still do things that worry me about them facing a team like the Suns. 
They they are still a good roster, and when they're clicking, they can be an amazing roster. So hopefully they can just start clicking top to bottom because when they do, this team is really, really dangerous, and they have a legit shot of winning it all for sure. Uh, but yeah, it's been the video. It's been Michael. Peace out.